Aaron Becker and Garrett Johnston of Stay Outside are here with The Antidote. Guys, thanks so much for joining in. Hey, thanks for having us. It was funny when I first heard your band name, Stay Outside. It took me back to when I was a kid and my mother would yell that at me. But I mean, <laughs> is it really that simple or is there more to the name? Um, you know, everything in life has its, you know, first tier and its second tier. The funny thing about it is that uh, since everyone in our band, well, no, Garrett now is 21, but everyone in our band for the first, you know, couple months, we're under 21, so we were playing these 21-plus gigs, and they were telling us, hey, uh, since you're not 21, you have to stay outside of the venue until you come in to play. <laughs> and we were like, oh my gosh. <laughs> so we hear that pun all the time, um, which is hilarious. Um, the name kind of comes from, uh, I was listening to another podcast, Break It Down, with Matt Carter, um, and he had Dave Bazan from Pedro the Lion on. And Dave was talking about how in his career he had to find a path and a way to get his music out there in a different way and to stay outside of the norm of touring and stay outside of the normal writing style so that his music could um, cut through the noise. So that really resonated with me. We're also really big fans of the band from Indian Lakes who have a song called Stay Outside. And we were actually, we were just running around singing that song all day. And there's a part in it where everything cuts and the band just starts yelling, stay outside, stay outside. And we're like, you know, that kind of means something to me. You know, stay outside of the norm and don't do things because people expect them of you. Um, do what you want and be creative and find yourself as well as just living outside has life. So going outside and, and finding nature, that is quality life. That's supernatural, and we appreciate that also. So tell me about from Indian Lakes. Has their lawyer sent you a letter saying a cease and desist, <laughs> get rid of the name? I haven't gotten that one yet. But. <laughs> uh, well, you know, like, there's tons of bands that name their, you know, their band name after a song or whatever. Like The Wonder Years, it's like, that was a TV show, you know, and hopefully we just can skate by. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I freely admitted to my epic that I stole the name The Antidote from one of their songs. <laughs> so. That's hilarious. <laughs> that's awesome. Well, Stay Outside has a debut release, Okay For Now, and that's going to drop June 3rd. What's yep. going to be found on the album? So it's a six-song EP. We're super excited about it. It's got the the single, Void, is was the first song. Um I'd say it goes up and down. There's some songs where it's very groovy and that it can be, you know, kind of keyboard driven and and it gives a lot of space. Uh, I saw that you had Tyson Motzenbacher on and it's kind of that style of like he lets um, the space of his songs fill it out and we like that a lot. So uh, there's a song like that. Um, you know, the moral of the story of it is just, you know, finding hope in... Um, distractions of life and finding yourself in what seems like a world where there is no creativity or it seems like you can't find a niche or you can't find who you are. So um, I, I really sat down and did some soul searching with the lyrics on this album for sure. So you're really saying that your music has an overriding statement. It's not just for fun. Oh, of course. Yeah, we, we definitely take our music very seriously. We take songwriting very seriously. Um, 
maybe the songs aren't happy, but we want them to give someone hope that like, hey, that person, they get what's going on with how I feel right now. And uh, music has always changed my life and has always affected me that way. So if I could do that for one person, then I think we've succeeded. You mentioned just a moment ago about the first single from OK For Now called Void. That song has some really hard-hitting lyrics. <laughs> do you want to share about what you were aiming for with the song? Um, yeah, that kind of overarching theme also, you know, just kind of over the whole album. We had a few cool meetings with um, Matt Hoops from Reliant K and hung out with that guy. And, and he kind of told me when we sat down to have lunch one day, he said, write lyrics that embarrass you. Don't just write because you can, but write because you want to you want to say something and write because it doesn't feel comfortable. Like it opens up with um, fear is such a vicious crime. And that like is kind of an overarching on that song is like, I see so many people with, you know, with fear in, in their life of like, they're scared of this is going to happen or, or my life is going to turn into this or they're going to come over to this country and do this. And I'm just like, it, it's cool. Just find your hope and you can't live in fear. But yeah, yeah, thank you. I appreciate you um, finding something in the lyrics. That means a lot. Don't you think a lot of people feel that way, live that way? They're afraid of everything? Not everything, you know. And, and I don't even know if it's a lot of people. It's just uh, I'm writing a song now, and, and we're not like a political band. I'm writing a song now of like... Um, how the the flag is at half staff a lot of the times because we don't have a chance to put it back up because there's always someone killing someone or something bad is happening um, around us and that I think that scares a lot of people and I was seeing that in people around my life and you know that affected me so I wanted to put it on paper. I know this is your debut but man this really comes across as being polished you've got to have some significant background in music to create music like this. Uh, yeah, we actually, Garrett and I have been in three or four bands. We've been friends since we were 13 years old. Um, you know, we're, we're 21 and 20 now. So we've had a lot of time to play music together. Uh, when we started, I was, I played drums and never sang in my life. And well, at church maybe. And never, definitely never played guitar in my life. Um, so that was something that I had to go through. And, and Garrett did a good job of helping me learn how to play guitar. And he he's always a kid that, you know, naturally just could shred the guitar and play whatever he wanted. Um, so that was a super cool duo that we would every weekend go to each other's house. And we would just play music from Friday to Sunday and then go back to school and do it over next weekend. So we have definitely had a lot of time to help each other and write together. We've been through separate projects that have come and gone, but we really found something, I think, and stay outside. We sat down and said, all right, we're going to do something that we want to be able to do for the rest of our life. You know, we want this to be something that is gets out there. So we sat down and we just wrote these songs. And then, you know, when we go in the studio, it, another reason that it feels all together is because Garrett and I, um, actually recorded all all the instruments other than keyboard. Um, so I did the drums and the vocals and rhythm guitar, and he did the lead guitar and the bass. And then our producer, John Class, did the keyboards. So we kind of had all the parts written before we went into the studio and knew how everything would work out. 
Um, and then John Class is just an incredible producer that he completely understands the way that we were going and our idea. So we were all on the same page definitely when we went in to record and when we were writing this record for sure. So then with that aspect of it, with this just being simply a two-piece, how do you handle a live show? Well, actually, we just announced yesterday, which is really cool, our longtime friend um, officially joined the band yesterday uh, as a bass player. So his name is Sean West, and he will be playing all of our shows with us and recording bass. Um, he kind of came to us and said, I want to be a part of this. I see what you guys are doing. And he's played in you know several other bands with us before, but he went off to Nashville from where we are, Indiana. So he went off to Nashville to you know learn how to push buttons and record music. When he came back to Indiana, we sat down and we figured out a way. Uh, and then we also just have some really cool people that we have on the road with us playing drums. Um, and we're excited to be able to have a keyboard player and a third guitar player that we hire on to also play live. So we have a dynamic of like the, the band and then some dudes that are good friends of ours that really believe in what we're doing um, coming with us on the road and smacking some drums. It's really cool to have a team behind us that believes in us. So, Does that mean that you've got a tour planned after the release of OK For Now? Um, I don't know the official dates as of right now. We, we have a big release show in Indy um, on June 10th. And then we have some spot shows. And then this summer, we're definitely trying to hit the road this whole year after our release show. Um, hit the road as much as we can. We have a lot of people that want us to be able to tour as much as we can. We are really excited to be able to be out there and um, play for as many people as we possibly can and want people to hear these songs. Before the interview started, you told me that you've got another song for us from OK For Now. Yes, the song is called Braveheart. Taken directly from the movie. <laughs> I, yeah, every word of it. It's pretty much just just the movie, just the words of the movie. No, that's funny. I never. I was even, just hoping you were going to say that you're going to have Mel Gibson come and be a part of the band. <laughs> he has a cameo in the, in the song, and he's he's great. He's he was great to work with. <laughs> no, it, I never actually even thought of that. That's hilarious. Um, I'm really really excited to put that song out and the whole album as a whole, but. That song is different, I think, than the rest of the record. It's it's very ambient. We really worked hard on the guitars on that song to make them feel very eerie and, and spacey. So that song is going to be really cool. And when we came to demo that song, when we were writing, I had never played drums to that song. I just kind of had something in my head a little bit. And, you know, we pushed record and I was like, okay, here we go. And then, you know, started playing. And then the part that I played right there is still the part that, you know, hit record, which is hilarious because it was just right on the spot. That's great. Which, you know, that's that's something really cool about recording is like the serendipitous feeling of just being able to create on the spot and really feel like you're in the moment. And then when you're done, you're like, oh yeah, I played that part. That sounds awesome. <laughs> Where are you going to make the album available? Uh, so the single right now is already available on iTunes and Amazon, Google Play, Google Play, Spotify, it's everywhere. So we're going to try and do the same thing with the album. It'll be it'll be on all the online distributions. You know, we'll have our online store with the physical CD also. Sweet. Yes, sir. 
want to close up with a really sort of peculiar two-part question, but okay. I'm going to ask it anyway. Why is music important to stay outside for you guys personally, and how will your music be important to your listeners? Well, everybody has a lot of emotions always running through them at certain times and a lot of feelings. Um, for me, it's a good way to get a lot of those out is through playing through your songs and especially live at shows, just kind of letting your feelings bleed out into your instrument and just getting into it live. Um, hopefully at shows and even through the tracks that listeners can feel the impact of that and bring out feelings in them also. Just listening to music in general has been a big part of, of all of our lives. We're, we're never not listening to music. We're always looking for new bands and we're looking for new, new music like maybe even different styles that we can like dive into so we can um, steal their ideas and put them in our songs for lack of a better term. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, everyone's stealing from the Beatles anyway. Um, <laughs> we still go to as many concerts as we can, even though we play as many concerts as we can, which is still a cool thing that I want to, I want to kind of keep that childish wonder about music. Um, the magic of a live show is something that, is unmatched by other things i think it, it feels like these giant figures on stage that that hold some sort of magic and then the music is so loud and you're you know you're feeling it in your in your chest when there's something that's really really awesome that's happening and you get that feeling that just you know goes through your whole body is just like this tingle and you're like oh this it feels so good and if i could give that to someone that's the goal is to help them feel the way i felt listening to my favorite bands Guys, thanks so much for coming on The Antidote, and have a great run with OK For Now. Hey, thanks, Dave. We really appreciate you having us on. It's been a great time, and uh, we really appreciate everything you guys do.